0: The Finns are in the urbanized Sami. Pekka Sammallahti, linguist. It's weekend, and me and my family are watching TV. Both the boys' comedy show is on, on one of the three channels that the TV has. In one of the sketches, there are two men dressed as Laplanders or Sami. They are both drunk. They are telling stories to each other. In another sketch the same actors play as stereotypical romani. I was kid when these kind of shows were on tv. I don't remember that much about them except that their catchphrases are still with me 30 years later. Nowadays one of these actors was elected to be MP for the Green Party and have since apologized for these sketches. When I heard about it, I thought, great, no harm apologizing if he feels he has caused harm. I didn't really know a whole lot about Sami and their history before starting my research for this episode. And oh boy, we fins owe oh, the Sami people so much more. Welcome to the History of Finland podcast, episode 7, Minority Report, part 1. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening wherever you are, and welcome back. Whew, it's been quite a while since the last time, hasn't it? If you are on Twitter, you might know that I was on a summer holiday, but then that ended and I stayed home with our kids. Days turned to weeks and weeks to over a month. And while I was reading all the books that I didn't have time since the podcast started on 28th of March, I realized I was too obsessed with keeping up with the Fortnite schedule. I was losing the fun, even though I didn't realize it until I got some break from all of it. I had big plans for this episode. It was supposed to be hour long, covering all the minorities in Finland. Then I got it in two parts. But now it's been so long that I had to return most of my resources back to the library and now there's a queue for them. But I need to get back to the saddle, so I will cut this topic of minorities to even smaller pieces. On this first Of maybe three or four episodes on Finnish minorities, we will cover the Sami people to get the ball rolling. We will return to our chronological story after this and drop the rest of the minorities on suitable intervals. Even though Becca said our quote of the episode jestingly, the Finns are in the Europeanized Sami, it's not too far from the truth. Like we covered in episode three, around 5,000 years ago, late com ceramic people hunter-gatherers merged with Patulaks people, becoming the Proto-Finnish culture called Kiihkonen culture. In episode three, from then on, the Western influence on Finnish language and culture has been significant. There are many misconceptions, ignorance, prejudices, and racism when talking about minorities. I hope to clear them as best as I can in these episodes. I think I should emphasize the fact that I'm not an historian, not by a long shot. So if and when I do get something wrong, I hope you let me know. A great big thank you to Petra Laiti for valuable information about Sami and all the great work you do with spreading the understanding of Sami. Thank you. This is the most difficult and the most important subject we covered so far, so let's hope I don't f up. Okay. History of Sami. The word Sami is fairly new one. It came to use in the early nineteen hundreds in written literature in the majority languages. The term Sápmelas, Sami people in Sami. Began appearing after Sami became literate and started writing. This Sami word derives from an age-old Finno-Ugrian word, from which the Finnish name for ourselves, as a cultural group, Suomalainen, also derives. Sami people are indigenous people of Finland, also the only ethnic group in the European Union to be recognized as an indigenous people and like other minorities in so many other countries their rights have been trampled for hundreds of years lap is a derogatory term of sami and not to be confused with a laplander which is a person living in the province of lapland in finland whether they are sami or finns sami live in four countries norway sweden finland and russia Biggest population being in Norway, 40 to 50 thousand. Finland has around 10 thousand Sami. National Day of Sami is celebrated in all four countries on 6th of February in remembrance of the first Nordic Sami Convention, 1917. Sami languages belong to the Finno-Ugrian language family, so it is related to Finnish, not Scandinavian languages. There are nine Sami languages, and three of them are spoken in Finland. Languages also divide them in three groups: Anar, Skolt and by far the biggest group, North Sami. Modern estimate is that Finns and Sami spoke the same language still around 2,000 years ago. Language of clothing. Clothing is important for Sami, and Sami people. Can tell by clothes, design, and decorations of each other's home area and from subtle differences, even their home village and family. Talking about clothes make a man. Language in general is diverse, and you can tell a lot of any language by what fields of said language have especially rich vocabularies. In Sami, the richness of words come apparent in the topics of nature and reindeer, for example. It has over five hundred different words relating to reindeer. They can be differentiated by color, age, and antler shape. Or nature: hundred and nine words for depicting shapes of mountains and hills, forty for bucks and marches, and so on. Speaking of reindeers. Which are usually associated with Sami, reindeer herding is pretty modern part of Sami. Extensive reindeer herding began in 1600s, as a result of colonization. Before that, reindeer were tamed to be used as draft and pack animals. But with reindeer herding came the change of lifestyle. Now it was full-time job. Enlarged the herds, guarded them and traveled with the herd when lichen vegetation decreased. In summer, the herds headed to the coast in the north to escape the onslaught of mosquitoes. And then headed back to the forest areas in autumn, where the snow was softer and trees gave protection from blasting winds. That is, until emerging states began drawing borders splitting the cedas. Seda is another old Sami language word, meaning a region that is controlled by a multiple core families. Families live of these lands and the lands are negotiated between the principals of the families in the village meetings. Like mentioned before, herding reindeer required a connection to the sea and Sami had settled roots, that they used. First dividers of Lapland were Norway and Principality of Novgorod, that divided northern part of Fennoscandia as their common area in 1251 and 1326. From then on, Sami lands were divided by different rulers for centuries. States began to cover their northern spheres of influence in the fixed parts of their nations their means christian missionizing social control and colonization shrinking lands the expanse of sami settlement area was greatest from around 1st to 11th century ce sami lived from lake ladoga to the arctic ocean and from the central scandinavia to the white sea that means, that in modern day Finland, only southwestern and southern coast lacked Sami settlements. Dormitory schools. If we now jump to a bit more modern history, we could take a look of something that Finland is famous today. Schooling. In 1960s, Many Saami, experiencing modernization, had rejected their saaminess and adopted majority population's ideas. There are many positive ideas that can be said about Finnish education system, but this part is one of its ugliest. Saami that wanted to educate their children, and many felt that to prosper in modern life, they had to adapt Finnish way of life. So to do that, children were sent to centralized schools. From 1940s to 1960s, kids went to schools hundreds of kilometers, over a hundred miles, away from home. Younger pupils might go home for weekends, but the older ones might go home just two times a year, for Christmas and once in the summer. Many kids, ages of seven or eight, didn't see their parents in months with all that time spent in boarding houses children caused breaks with their natural home environment because there were no sami languages or traditional skills like handicrafts or reindeer herding these skills were forgotten or never learned they were also bullied everything was strange and foreign sami languages were forbidden and Use of them resulted in punishments. Sowing the electricity. At the same time, growing sawmill industry required cheap electricity, and hydroelectric was the answer. Government kickstarted Kemijoki, Kemi River, Company, in 1954 for that purpose, with Prime Minister Urho Kekkonen at the helm. There is much to be said about the future 8th president of Finland, Urho Kaleva-Kekkonen, but that is for the future episodes. A man runs to the village with great haste. Villages recognize the familiar man. It's piety. Once this excited man has come inside the cottage, he starts to tell how Out there in Mutinava, they have bought them lands around the cottages and other lands too. They got big money out of them. They plan to sow electricity here. In these lands, electricity grows really well, so have the great lords examined. You haven't seen electricity. It's a sort of substance that it does miracles. It gives light and warmth, and in the summer it freezes the fish, so they won't spoil. It does everything you can imagine. It even makes money. Show me the money! Now this short story about Pieti was from wonderful book Vastatuuleen by Kukaranta and Jana Kanninen, Translated by me. Much anticipated electricity arrived to Lapland at the end of 1969. But that too brought trouble to Sami. First public hearings was arranged at local school in nineteen fifty eight when development was fast underway. Lands were bought cheap with intimidation that if he would not sell, expropriation would give much lower price. Huge swafts of forest were cut down, with equipment, noise and thousands of woodcutters Reindeering in the area became impossible. Many villages were drowned while more and more power plants were built. Today area has twenty one power plants. Subject is still relevant and in spring twenty eighteen Finnish government and Sami Parliament held hearings of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission throughout Finland. Sami Administration Today. Today, Sami in Sweden, Norway, and Finland each have their own representative body, Sami Diki, Sami Parliament. Finnish Sami were the pioneers, founding it with the name Sami Parlamenta in 1973. The mandate was to oversee Sami rights and promote Sami economic, social, and cultural well-being. Sami have their own four-colored flag. Designed by Astrid Ball, the flag was adopted as the official symbol of the Sami people at the thirteenth Nordic Sami Conference in Ore on fifteenth of August, nineteen eighty-six, where the song of the Sami family was also announced to be the official national anthem of the Sami. Link to the song is in the description. I highly recommend you listen to it what a beautiful song! ILO 169 and the Aftermaths What is ILO 169 and why is it a big deal? The Indigenous and Tribal People's Convention 1989 is an international labor organization convention, also known as ILO convention 169. The chief of the convention is to ensure equal treatment of indigenous and tribal peoples in relation to other sections of the population and to prevent the extinction of the cultures and languages of these peoples. It also requires states to take measures to safeguard the culture, language, and social and economic status of these peoples. Norway was the first country in the world to ratify ILO Convention one hundred sixty nine in nineteen ninety. Sweden or Russia have not. Only two of four countries have apologized for wrongdoings of the past, Norway and Sweden. Norway's Evangelical Lutheran Church apologized in nineteen ninety seven, followed by Norwegian King Harald V the same year. Sweden quickly followed. In Finland, Bishop of Diocese of Oulu, Samuel Salmi, apologized on his own behalf in February 2012. Finnish government still hasn't apologized or ratified the ILO 169. Thank you for listening. We have new review. It's from United States by Moomins Forever, and it goes. This podcast has been a fun way to connect with my Finnish heritage and learn history. It is funny and engaging, and the narrator's voice is honestly so beautiful and soothing. It's a bit like history class ASMR. Definitely give it a listen. (laughs) Wow. Thank you, Moomins Forever. To be honest. I had to google ASMR, and that's a huge praise. I'm all for anything that relaxes, be it meditation, massage, or this podcast. We have email also from Matt from the UK. Matt writes, Hey, I stumbled across your podcast last night, as I was on my 20-mile run. Thank you so much for all the work you have put into the podcast. Although I have only listened to three episodes so far, they have been really good, steady and calm introduction to the history of Finland. It is clear that you have done good research and you explain it in a good way, using light humor to keep the listener engaged. It was feedback like this that finally got me back to the podcast. So I'm especially grateful for this. Next time we'll continue with the chronological narrative with Vikings. Before long, we will come back to the minorities, and we will at least look at Romani, Ingrians, and Swedish-speaking population of Finland. Let's hope the next episode doesn't take six months to produce. But Cyberpunk 2077 is almost upon us, so no promises. Till next time!